0: Welcome to New City's Sermon Podcast. Join us as we root deep in God's word, expecting to be encouraged, challenged, and formed to be more like Jesus together. Let's get into the scriptures now. Uh, My name is Pastor John Homas. I'm the lead pastor at New City Fellowship that uh, was planted seven years ago. And so we're celebrating God's faithfulness today. We are excited about that for sure. We say that we are God's splendid family, gathering together to worship Jesus. We're here because we wanna see more people worship Jesus. We wanna see a deeper worship of Jesus in our own lives. And we wanna do that together as a family. Although I I know that like, no one here is sweaty except me. And I just went up to someone and said, hey, give me a hug and they said, that's okay. So there's a limit on the family, evidently. Jesus brings us together, but not that close, right? So um, we are glad that you're here this morning. And I just want to do a couple, couple quick points of encouragement for you. And I want to tell you a story about this t-shirt that I'm wearing first. Um, so several weeks ago, Chevelle called me and she said, um, B needs to talk to you. And so B and I sat down and B had some questions about what it means to be a Christian and what it means to be a follower of Jesus and what it means to believe in the good news. And it was interesting during that conversation B and I had, B told me that her full name is Bushra, which actually means good news. So, there are no coincidences, right? So, but but here's what was interesting is I I like to draw. I'm a visual guy. So I, I really drew this picture for B about how our sin is put on Christ and his righteousness is put on us, which means it doesn't matter what our past is. When we repent and believe in Jesus, it's all forgiven. And then we don't go into, an, into a Christian life where we try and earn things from God. Rather, Jesus, Jesus, through his work, he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. And so I said that to be and I drew a picture of how that works in the gospel, that we get the status of God's beloved children, and on the cross, Jesus takes our status as sinners. And B said, can you say that again? And I was could tell she was trying to process it. And I said again, okay, so we are loved, we are accepted, we're forgiven, we're empowered, we have God's presence with us, and all of the sin that we have committed is put on Christ, and he took the full payment for it. And B goes, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I said, well, you get it. You get the gospel. It is crazy. See, something happens when when we first become Christians or when we remember what it was like to become a Christian. There's an astonishment we have that God would save sinners like us. And so part of our worship comes from the fact, actually all of our worship comes from the fact that in view of God's mercy, we honor him. And that's where this t-shirt comes from. So the t-shirt today, it's, a, it's Versace limited edition. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I ordered it online. There's only four of them. Um, but I got one. B has one. Kimberly, who's also getting baptized, has one. And then Eustace has one as well. He got the extra one. So... Um, Oh, well, hold on. Hold on. So the T-shirt says, good news, loved, forgiven, set free, empowered, the gospel. And then on the back, it says, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So I want to encourage you this morning just to remember how crazy the gospel is, how crazy God's lavish love is from 1 Peter chapter 2. And if you remember First Peter chapter 2, that's the New Testament place where it talks about how we're exiles, how uh, we're not playing on our home stadium as Christians. Like, we're a little bit on the outside of what's happening in culture and space. Like, not everyone wants to be a Christian and not everybody likes us because we, we are Christians, but we have to learn how to live out our faith. And if you have the, the songbook open, the text is in there. I just want to point out three things that are crazy. Okay, first of all, it's crazy that God invites us to Himself. Second, first Peter 2 in verse 2 says, Like newborn infants, desire the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow up into your salvation. If you have tasted that the Lord is good, it's crazy that the Lord invites us to know Him so well that as we experience Him and His character in our life, we can say, He's good. God is good, all and all the time. God. And it says this, as you come to him, Jesus, we're actually invited to come to Jesus, the king of the universe, a living stone rejected by people, but chosen and honored by God. You yourselves as living stones, a spiritual house, are being built to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So God's invitation is to himself that we get to know him But then it's also that we get to be together, which is what we're celebrating here seven years in, that God has been faithful in creating this new church. So God's invitation to us, that's crazy. It's crazy. But then secondly, God's grace over us. You you know, if, if God were to invite us into his family and then treat us as our record deserves, We would be on the far right of the bench. Now, I played high school basketball, and when I was in freshman and sophomore, I played a lot. But then as a junior and senior, I sat far right on the bench. You know, that was my spot. I got in at the end of the games, and I'd just go foul people, because that was, like, fun for me to do. Um, But God doesn't put us on the far right of the bench. God puts us on the very center of his plans. His grace over us says that you are a chosen race... A royal priesthood which means God chooses us to represent him a holy nation a people for his own possession so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light once you were not a people but now you are God's people once you had not received mercy but now you have received mercy what What Peter is saying is that our identity is completely based on what Jesus has done for us. It has everything to do with his work on the cross. See, in our culture, we function as if we earn our identity. It's identity achieved. If I'm good enough, if I'm smart enough, if I am part of my group and I perform enough then uh, my identity's solid. But in Christianity, it's an identity received. God tells us who we are to him, and it's not based on anything we do. It's based on his love for us. So we become his people. We were people that didn't have mercy, but now he's given us his mercy, which means we're not being punished as we deserve. Jesus took the punishment for us. And that's all what baptism represents. It's a new identity for you, B. It's a new identity for you, Kimberly. That's why we're baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Because God's grace is over us. When we talk about baptism, many people think only in terms of it's me going public with my faith. That's part of it. But the other part of it is God going public with his commitment to you. It's like a wedding ring that he's putting on you and saying, my grace is over you. I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit because you're part of God's family. God's grace over us, that's crazy. And then lastly, God's commitment to use us. At the very end of that passage, Peter says, Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from sinful desires that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourself honorably among the Gentiles so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God in the day he visits what Peter is saying is that when we do good works even when people don't like us God will use it and God uses it to draw people to himself so when we reflect the love of God to someone that doesn't know God they get to see the character of God when we reflect the forgiveness of God to someone who does not know his forgiveness they see the forgiveness of God we're called to reflect those things so God is committed to use us and that's crazy right, let's try again that's crazy. yes amen the gospel is crazy so p- part of being baptized is it's a new beginning you're a new creation you, you go under the water or under your sprinkle with water you're dunked with water um, because there's new life in you your sin it represents your sins being washed clean but you're baptized into the body of Christ so it's not just a thing for an individual it's a thing for an individual who's becoming part of a family So what we ask them is questions about, hey, do you believe what we believe? Are you a sinner who needs grace and wants to walk with us as a church? I wanna invite B and uh, Kimberly to just come up front and we're gonna ask them a couple questions before we turn around and do the baptism. Thank you for joining with us as we rooted deep in God's word. If you found this sermon encouraging, share it with a friend. You can learn more about New City by going to newcityhh.com or checking us out on social media by searching New City HH. We'll see you next week.